It's a special Feedback Thursday. We read and answer your comments and questions, and it's all about Jonathan Quick and the trade made by GM Rob Blake ahead of the deadline. We've also got King's News to pass along and Jonathan Quick News as well. All that and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. It would be much appreciated. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan the past 30 years it's time for another feedback show and um this one obviously is one that uh has been i guess highly anticipated because of the big news this week involving the la kings and it's it's always your chance we do this once a week to give you a chance to let us know what is on your mind and i was very curious to see your emails and your comments on the youtube episodes to find out what you thought about what happened with jonathan quick and the la kings making the big trade at the deadline but uh, there is some big news to pass along right off the top. It involves Jonathan Quick. He was traded earlier today by the Columbus Blue Jackets to the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for goalie Michael Hutchinson and a seventh-round pick in 2025. Columbus is retaining 50% of Quick's contract. We heard the rumors yesterday that this was a possibility, that there were talks going on. And I said at the time, we'll jump off that bridge when we get there. Uh, so we're there. Um, I, I said uh, on yesterday's show, my wife, her favorite player is Jonathan Quick, and the team she hates the most in the NHL is the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, I broke this news to her earlier today. She responded with one word. It started with the letter F, and uh, she has been quiet about it ever since. Um, I'll just say this. Uh, it doesn't change my feelings at all on the move that was made by the LA Kings to make themselves better. Um, if this is what Jonathan Quick wanted, maybe to be closer to his home in L.A. or get back to the Pacific Division or maybe get a shot at getting revenge on the Kings, then so be it. Um, and if it works out for Vegas, I won't be happy about it. Um, if if somehow this comes back to haunt the Kings, that Jonathan Quick is in net and he beats the Kings in a playoff series, which I think is pretty far-fetched, but who knows? You know what I'll do? I'll tip my cap to Jonathan Quick and say, well done. Uh, if you do that, then you deserve your uh, your revenge or whatever that might be. So I can't say that I'll be rooting for Jonathan Quick wearing a Golden Knights uniform because I'm one of those guys that once you leave my team, if you're playing for another team, I'm probably not going to root for you. But by the same token, um, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with whatever happens, happens. Um, It'll be bittersweet for sure. It'll be bitter, not sweet. It'll be bitter if somehow he is able to lead the Golden Knights further along in the playoffs than the Kings. But like I said, if that does happen, and I think that's unlikely, uh, then I will I will give credit where credit is due and say congratulations on a job well done to Jonathan Quick. But I will not be rooting for him 
in a Vegas Golden Knights uniform. So let's get right into the emails. There were plenty of them, lots of comments on the YouTube channel as well, even a tweet to share. Uh, but our first email comes from Mike. He's in Camarillo. He says temporarily in Reno, and he says uh, he is not on the run from the law, which I had I had mentioned. But if you were, Mike, would you, would you really tell us? Uh, he says, regarding the quick trade, yes, it's a shock, and fans wish there would have been a better way. But often there isn't a better way, and a GM is faced with business and having to disregard emotion as much as humanly possible. Blake made a trade he knew wouldn't be popular, and he would get a ton of haters for. That took guts. Blake had a need for a left D-man, and many thought an upgrade in net. Blake accomplished both. Blake did exactly what a GM's job is, do whatever possible to improve your team. By the time you read this, Vegas may have already acquired Quick. We all love Quick, uh, but we need to move on. If Vegas does get Quick, won't that make an interesting playoff battle if the Kings and Knights play each other? Let me say this. I could very easily see Quick pulling a rabbit out of his hat for his one last hurrah and make Blake regret ever making that trade. This could be the exact motivation Quick needs to remind us to never bet against a champion. Uh, regarding Chikrin, Jacob Chikrin, I'm very, very confused. Blake has been negotiating with Arizona for well over a year. Arizona's saying that they wanted ridiculous returns for Chikrin. Then the deal that actually made Chikrin an Ottawa senator was basically a first and two seconds. Why couldn't Blake have done the same deal and given a prospect to sweeten the deal? All Kings fans would have been happy with that. Can you please uh, make some sense uh, of why Blake couldn't find a way to make um, practically the exact same deal that Arizona finally cave a bit? I just can't figure it out. Again, that was Mike in Camarillo. I, Mike, uh, I believe what happened is that uh, Arizona was trying to play teams off of each other, as you can imagine, uh, because Jacob Chicken was in demand. But then Edmonton signed Matthias Eckholm, for, or traded for Matthias Eckholm from Nashville, and then the Kings got uh, Vladislav Gavrikov from Columbus, and suddenly the chairs, the, the, the game of musical chairs was only down to a couple of chairs. And so they had, I believe they lowered their asking price and then agreed to the deal with Ottawa. They could have kept Jacob Chikrin and tried to deal him before the draft or at some point next season, but I think they realized, and, and then also remember, he does have that 10-team uh, no-trade clause kicking in next year. Um, I think they were, and then, you know, he's had injury issues as well, and they didn't want to probably play him next year and it would take the chance of getting injured. I think Arizona rolled the dice a bit, thought they could uh, play the teams off each other, and then next thing you know, Edmonton signs a defenseman, LA signs a defenseman, and now their, their, their options are much more limited. So I think they got boxed into a bit of a corner and wanted to get this over with, and so they lowered their asking price uh, for Jacob Chikrin, and the Ottawa Senators said, Yes, please, we will take him. So I don't think that the deal that was on the table for Ottawa was a deal that was ever on the table for the Kings. Uh, this one from Dave in Seattle. He says, thank you for your assessment on the quick trade on Wednesday's show. I felt you did an excellent job of articulating the differences between the way we feel as Kings fans and the way Blake addresses the needs of the team. The way I see it, this is a necessary trade for a potential playoff run. And had quick not been included, it could have been even worse for him. He could potentially have just been put on waivers. I'll be attending the game in Seattle on April 1st and the following night in Vancouver. I was really looking forward to seeing quick between the pipes at one of those two games, but who knows? Maybe I'll get to witness some Corpusalo magic instead. Uh, go Kings go. Now is Dave in Seattle. I assume he's talking about um, the Kings going up to Seattle uh, and then going to Vancouver and checking out those games. So uh, hopefully you see a couple of wins, Dave. Uh, David in Las Vegas checks in. 
He says, initially, I was upset at the trade that sent JQ to Columbus, but after hearing that Quick is still looking to play after the season, I'm okay with the trade. He was going to leave one way or the other if he's not retiring. I'm grateful for his time in L.A., and I see him as the greatest king instead of Dustin Brown. I said Dustin Brown. He thinks Jonathan Quick. I hope he doesn't go to Vegas because I will have conflicted thoughts if I see him in that uniform, unlike Martinez because we had to move him. I don't feel that Brown's statue looks like him. The first statue of Brown definitely looks more like him than the newest one. The new one looks more like Jonathan Quick than Dustin Brown. Your thoughts? Uh, during Dustin Brown's ceremony, I love that they mentioned the late David Courtney's name during the celebration. His voice is the voice I hear when I think about Kings games prior to his passing. David Courtney was the announcer for both the Angels and the Kings, who are my favorite teams. As both teams won championships with mostly homegrown players, I was happy that he lived long enough to see both the Halos and Kings as champions. Also, I went to the Kings player event last month, and I felt that it was unorganized as much as they tried. I got to meet Dano Moore and Lozat, so that was cool. I wish I had gotten in line for Jonathan Quick. A bit of buyer's remorse, especially now that JQ is gone. Keep up the good work, and go Kings go. And again, that was David in Vegas. Um, I haven't seen the Dustin Brown statue in person yet, and it looks like that's going to be on hold for a little bit for me because of my broken toe. I think I mentioned it on the show. I can't remember. It's been a crazy week. I took a slap shot off my left big toe in my beer league hockey game last Sunday and broke my toe. So uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be walking around too much uh, out at Staples Center or anywhere else for a while, but I've got crutches, so maybe we'll see. But anyway, um, uh, gosh, I've lost my train of thought there. Oh, the, this, the statue. I haven't seen the Dustin Brown statue in person. Just looking at it with pictures and on television, yeah, it 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 kind of looks like him, but it kind of doesn't look like him. Um, I'm not sure how that works with statues. It seems like it's almost like an artist's, you know, their interpretation of what he looks like. It seems like sometimes they they don't try to go, I don't know, with, with that accuracy. I don't know. I, I think Luke's look like looks like him. I think Wayne Gretzky's look like him. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's a little off, I guess. Uh, you mentioned David Courtney. Um, he was actually a, I would say, an acquaintance of mine. I don't want to say friend because I don't want to oversell it. But he used to live near me and my wife at the time when we were living in Orange County. Um, I was friendly with David. Um, my wife was friendly with his wife, and occasionally David would give us his tickets to the Kings game. So we knew him well enough that. You know that um, he was he was nice to us. We talked and and occasionally gave us his tickets. I don't want to say he was a friend because that's going a little bit too far. But anyway, obviously it was uh, very sad at his passing. It was very cool that they included his voice um, announcing the Stanley Cup coming in, um, which they did when when Dustin brought his ceremony and they brought the cup in. That was very very cool. And my wife is also a huge Angels fan, so there was that as well with uh, with David Courtney. He is he was he's a great guy, and when we miss him. Um, this next one comes from Isaac in Norwalk. He says, I see a lot of fans really upset over quickie being traded, but just like the West coast hockey bias said, when you had him on, if we want another Stanley cup in LA, these kinds of decisions have to be made. The LA Kings are a better team for it. Keep up the great podcast. Uh, this from Norma in Downey, uh, been meaning to send a feedback email for a while now and finally got around to it. I'm glad you got around to it. Um, I'm writing about the Jonathan quick trade was very disappointed when I heard he was traded. However, having been a sports fan for many years, I understand sometimes hard decisions have to be made. I agree that it's a business and the and the good of the team has to come first. I'm asking for fans to give Rob Blake the respect he deserves for doing what he had to do to make the team better. Just grateful to have seen the best goalie in Kings history play in person. As a Kings fan, I'll be cheering for the new guys just as hard as I did for Quickie. 
and go Kings go Norma. I, I will echo what you say about Rob Blake. Um, I'm not sure the next time he's going to be at some sort of Kings event where he's introduced. Uh, I hope he does not get booed. Um, but we'll see. Um, I, I, I absolutely respect what he did. I think it was very difficult to do. And like I said, on Wednesday's show, I'm glad that we have a general manager who is willing to make the tough decisions. Cause I, I guarantee you, this was a tough decision. We've got more emails and YouTube comments and a Twitter comment as well. But first I need to let you know that today's episode of locked on LA Kings is brought to you by FanDuel. We are now past the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's a bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't hit. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored to three-pointers made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Our next email comes from John in Tokyo, Japan. He says, I have been a longtime Kings fan, and I want all in the kingdom to understand this. We cannot spend nervous moments every game and anxious hours before and after games. Go on social media and complain about the goaltending, then turn around and sound off about the trading of a legend. I remember the Bernie Nichols trade, the most shocking for me in my time as a Kings fan, and this is reminiscent of that deal. But we are all ultimately in search of victories and a cup, and we want confidence in the playoffs on the ice. Few can say that they love Q32 more than I do, but if the team tells him he has to graduate and walk across that stage and move on, shed a tear as I am, and let's focus on the future. I love Quick32, and even from Japan, I'll miss him. It's okay to still love him. Go Kings, go. Our next email comes from Mark. He's in Long Beach. He says, I loved what you said about Twitter and how you don't know if it's based on reality or not. Seems to be nothing more these days than a place for people to just bitch about everything. I love Jonathan Quick. I love and appreciate all he did for the Kings. His legacy is intact. This trade does nothing to tarnish that at all. I have to laugh at all those supposed Kings fans who were killing Rob Blake leading up to the trade for not doing anything. And then when he does something, they are now killing him because they didn't like the something that he did. One minute they're saying, damn it, Rob Blake, do something. And then, oh, wait, not that. Uh, it's not like they traded Andre Kopitar, who is still getting it done on the ice. I'm sorry, Jonathan Quick wasn't helping the team win. That's the truth, like it or not. I'm not saying I'm happy he's gone, but let's be honest. If he was playing better, he'd still likely be on the team. I wish JQ all the best, but I'm excited about the new players, and I'm glad that GMRB did what he did to make the team better. Go Kings, go. Let's check out some of the YouTube comments. Uh, the first one comes from Joey A. And he says, I'm going to sing this. Feelings. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Feelings. I I know the song. I don't know who sings. I think it's like from the 70s. Uh, Joey, how dare you make me sing? He says, uh, there's no feelings in NHL transactions. Peter Pocklington taught the hockey world this important lesson back in 1988. How soon we forget. The Kings squeezed every bit of goodness out of Quick. Those last few drops during the 2022 playoffs, it got to the point where if Quick started a game this year, I chalked it up to an automatic loss, and more often than not, that was a correct assumption. Amazing Cup, Con Smythe, William Jennings winning goalie during his prime, but that time is over. And the Peter Pocklington reference is in reference to the old Edmonton Oilers owner who traded Wayne Gretzky. 
to the LA Kings. And as, uh, as has been said many times, if you can trade Wade Gretzky, you can trade anybody. Our next comment on YouTube comes from David A. And he says, I think we could have let quick finish out the last 20 games here in LA and had a nice split at the end of the year, but that isn't going to happen. Hope this doesn't mentally throw off the players for the next few games. The bigger mistake Rob made was maybe giving up a first rounder for two guys that are UFAs in 20 games. I thought we would have learned our lesson after Andre Sequeira's crap when we gave up a first-round pick for 16 games with him. Also hearing Columbus is going to flip quick back, quick back to Vegas. Great. Uh, yeah, the, the, it, it, I, you know what? I will say this. I initially gave the, the trade an A for Rob Blake. I think part of that exuberance was because I just didn't think he was going to make a major trade like this, so probably overvalued it a little bit. If he can re-sign both players, then I think it's an A. If they both walk afterwards, I'll still give it a B because, like I said, I think it helps the Kings out a lot this year. Um, but, yes, there, there's, there's a bit of a gamble in this. But, I mean, giving up a first and a third, considering all the things that were out there, I don't think is that big of a price. The Kings have assets to spend, and they spent it. Worst-case scenario, they're good for the rest of the season, um, and then we'll have to reassess in the offseason. But I, I think both players are going to be um, – open to hearing what the Kings have to say as far as signing them beyond this season. Uh, Robert Wu checks in. It's hard for me to not do the, uh, the um, Ric Flair. Every time I see your name, Robert uh, Eddie, we shall see if Blake taking the risk that, that they can extend Corpus Allo in the next two months or sign Corpus Allo in the summer. If not, then they gave up a first and the third for two months, two month rental. And that's, that's a bad deal. I think getting the rights to Portillo, um, but once again, that's a risk because him signing with the Kings is not guaranteed, but at least Blake did a major deal for Corpus Allo and Gabrikov instead of a minor deal like he did last year. Robert is referring to a deal that the Kings made with the Buffalo Sabres yesterday, or was it earlier today? Again, boy, with the trade deadline and everything going on in my life, things are, uh, I think it was yesterday that that happened. But anyway, um, if you didn't hear the news, the LA Kings acquired the rights to goaltender Eric Portillo from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for a third-round pick in 2023. Um, Portillo's 22. He's a junior at the University of Michigan. Uh, so far in his career with the Wolverines, three seasons, he's got a record of 54-21-3, and um, 2.45 goals against the average, 9.19 save percentage. Now, he was originally drafted by the Sabres in the third round in the 2019 draft, um, but apparently he has no desire to sign with Buffalo, and so they needed to... Uh, move off, move him, trade him, or end up getting nothing for him. Uh, and and I've got to assume uh, that the LA Kings have it uh, on pretty good authority that he is interested in signing with the Kings. Otherwise, why would you make this trade? Um, so I, there's got to be some sort of thinking that this is something that could happen. I want to I want to say they did this with Cal Peterson. Um, I will I will look into that, but I believe this happened with Cal as well. I think Cal was drafted by another team. And he wasn't going to sign with them, and uh, the Kings ended up trading for his rights and signing him. So the Kings, if I'm correct on that, the Kings do have some history with doing this, uh, and we know that the Kings' depth in the organization, goaltending-wise, is really thin, especially after this season. So um, we'll see if this kid obviously plays at a major, major college university program. Michigan is one of the top programs in the country. Um, and uh, so we'll see. We'll see the Kings sign him and, and what options he gives them going forward. So again, uh, it is Eric Portillo. He's from Sweden, by the way, uh, played in the world junior championships for Sweden. Um, so he is now, uh, his rights are owned by the LA Kings and we'll see if they are able to sign him.
Our next uh, comment comes from Michael G. He says, good for Kings management to trade quick. You cannot take away what Quick earned. Maybe Quick can come back in a staff role after retirement. Quick was not that good while winning the Stanley Cups, but he had a good defensive core in front of him. I don't know about that. Uh, maybe Quick should just retire after the season and not play anymore. Keep your head up, Quick, and best wishes to you and your family. Let's be honest. We would not make this playoffs if Quick stayed around and took over for Copley. Uh, Luke and Rob did a good thing for the team, battling for a playoff position and actually helps the current team now with this trade. This was an addition by subtraction. Quick, you put yourself in this position. Uh, we've got more feedback in just a second, but I need to let you know that today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by Indeed. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you'll need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality uh, qualified candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, some more comments from the YouTube episode, one of our uh, most watched YouTube episodes uh, that we've done so far, the the uh, episode after the Jonathan Quick trade. No surprise there. Uh, the Big Lebowski checks in. Uh, he says, hysteria from both media and fans surrounding this trade has been unreal. Rob Blake made a right move addressing both issues that the Kings had with one trade without losing any big-time prospects or current players. Yes, seeing Quick get traded to another team isn't a happy moment, but it was done to better the team going forward. Good luck to Quick, and thanks for all the great years and memories. Kudos to Blake for making a great trade. Uh, this from Miguel Arias. He says, Quick deserved a better farewell, a guy that played his whole career with the Kings and won two Stanley Cups, and for the Kings to do him like that was dirty. Forever will always be a Kings legend. Shellbacks Club says, Quickie is a playoff goalie. He's a playoff god. Didn't need to be involved in that trade. Why I hate buying jerseys with names on them. Well, actually, I think he did need to be involved in that trade because it, you needed to get money off the books to acquire those two players. And who was the one player that was making the most money who was contributing the least? And it was Jonathan Quick, unfortunately. As far as wearing a jersey, a Jonathan Quick jersey, I mean, there's nothing. You can wear that jersey from now until the end of time. There's that's that's the greatest goalie in Kings history. There's no, I mean, uh, I, I get what you're saying about you know sometimes you buy a, a jersey of a player. I'll give you an example. My wife had a Slava Voinov jersey. She doesn't wear it anymore, uh, and will never wear it again. But she's going to wear her Jonathan Quick jersey to the Kings games from now until the until she stops going to games. I have no doubt about that. So, as far as that, that's one of the things I know that you you, you take a chance on. Uh, getting a jersey of a player because sometimes they get traded or whatever they get injured but I, you can't go wrong with a dowdy with a kovatar with a quick with a brown jersey so wear those till the end of time uh, i really like this comment 
This comes from Sean Afsahi. I hope I pronounced that right, Sean. I know it's maybe you can help me out phonetically one of these days if you keep commenting, but has no one has said more with less on this Jonathan Quick trade. And Sean said this. This is a this is a win. It just doesn't feel like it. I thought that was short and sweet and right on the money. This is a win or as far as the trade, but it doesn't feel like it because of what what the price was that was paid. And I did want to mention this one uh comment from Twitter. And I I hope you guys don't think that I only pick out the the emails and the comments that agree with me. Uh the overwhelming sentiment that I got from your emails and your comments were that Basically, you feel like I feel. Yeah, you're sad quick is gone, but you're happy that this move made the Kings better. So um, it's a little bit opposite of all the the vitriol I've seen on Twitter. But as we had the, uh, I think it was Mark in Long Beach said, Twitter seems to have become a place where it's just, uh, it's just where you go to complain about things. But we did have this from uh, Jerry Flores on Twitter. And he says, Rob Blake could have destroyed the team chemistry. And to be honest with you, was not a good movie doll. I'm going to guess that the autocorrect got Jerry and he meant to say not a good move at all. I don't think he meant to say movie doll. Uh, but anyway, uh, he says, very selfish and inconsiderate of Rob Blake. I've lost a lot of respect for the man. Um, as far as the chemistry thing goes, um, I mean, that's that's a it's not a, a, a an insane opinion to think that maybe the chemistry could be messed up a little bit. But honestly, if the Dustin Brown captain captaincy um controversy didn't you know mess with team chemistry when you've got one guy on one side one guy on the other and maybe the potential for players to pick sides if that didn't cause a fracture in the team i don't see this doing that i think the room is stronger than that i i think i give these players a little more credit for their professionalism like i said for dewey for kopi this is a friend that they've lost um i mean they haven't lost him he's still alive but you know what i'm saying I'm sure it hits a little different for them, but they're also, they've been around the longest. They understand it's a business and they want to win another cup. And this does help that. So I really don't think this is messing with the chemistry. I really don't understand the idea that this was selfish by Rob Blake. How is it selfish? Selfish implies you've done something for the betterment of yourself at the expense of others. I don't really see how this is selfish. If it's anything, I think it's selfless because he's taking, you know, a lot of the arrows on this. And he's doing it because he's doing his job. And he knew there was going to be blowback on this from people in the media and fans. And he understands that that's the price of doing business. It's part of the job. And he's going to do what he feels is in the best interest of the Kings to make them better. So I don't I don't see the selfish part of this. Um, maybe you can elaborate on that, Jerry, if you listen to this and you want to comment again on Twitter. Uh, thank you to everyone who took the time to email or comment. We wouldn't be able to have a show like this without you taking the time to do that. So thank you very much for that. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we got a full recap of the Kings game tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. We will talk about the debut of Vladislav Gavrikov for the LA Kings. He is going to be starting on the third pairing with Sean Walker. Uh, we will not see the new goaltender for the Kings, Jonas Corposalo, in net tonight. It's going to be Phoenix Copley, but we could see Corposalo Saturday against the St. Louis Blues. And if that's the case, we'll have a full breakdown of his performance coming up on Monday's show. Uh, if you'd like to give us some feedback for a future feedback show, the email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddie at gmail.com. Of course, you can always leave your comments or your questions uh, in the comment section below if you're watching 
on the YouTube channel. We are on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings and on Instagram at Locked on LA Kings as well. Thank you for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen. Now make your second listen game to game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game to game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysts that only Locked on can deliver. Follow game to game on Locked on NHL available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.